All right, welcome to DeLorean Talk, episode number three. This is Dave Tavers, as I've said in the past, a newbie DeLorean owner. I'm working on this as a way to learn more about the car, learn more about the community, and I thought, thought the best way to do that would be to talk to people that I have run across or met in person or online, being that the DeLorean community is around the world and the internet goes around the world as well. One of the people that I have run across who has had some fantastic posts on Facebook is John Parsons. I have him joining the show today, so want to welcome John. Hi, John. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that you're willing to do it, considering I sent you a, a blind request. You didn't know who I was or <laughs> what I was doing, and, and you still said, sure, why not? And I really do want this... I want this just to be a casual conversation. I've got a few questions, but otherwise, I'm sure you can steer me as you have owned the car longer than I have. Um, I'm not an owner just yet. I'm. Oh. I was hoping to get one here this year, and it <laughs> fell through. Um, I know a lot of people my age don't really know what a DeLorean is. I could start back when I was very young. I was four years old. Of course, you know, I hate to say this, but my dad was watching Back to the Future, okay, when I seen Doc bring the DeLorean off the uh, the truck, and then, you know, I seen this car. I'm like, wow, okay. I, I mean, I loved the way it looked. I was just mesmerized. I was glued to the screen. <laughs> and when the doors come up, I was even more glued to the screen. I was just like, man, okay. And my dad was telling me the story. And, you know, it's called the DeLorean. Well, I was four years old, so I really didn't understand everything he was saying. He was telling me stuff about John DeLorean. He was also telling me stuff about okay, he was in a drug bust and, and he ran out of business. They're not making the car anymore. Stuff like that. I really didn't understand everything. Right. And, and let's get forward to, I think, like first grade. There was a book called Back to the Future because I didn't remember this car. I I didn't remember it. And uh, I was looking through the book, and I seen that car, and I was like, okay, I remember this. And it said DeLorean. And a little bit later, you know, I started doing research on it, started doing – and then I started getting in the DeLorean community later on. I created DeLorean Fanatics, I think – I did not know that you created DeLorean, the DeLorean Fanatics Facebook page. Yes, I created it a few years ago, and uh, it was originally DeLorean Addicts. And uh, I think we only had, I'll say, probably 200, 300 people on there. And I posted a post, I believe it was, it was like, what can we do to make the page better? And because we were still growing and everything else, and someone said, hey, you know, instead of DeLorean addicts, how about we have DeLorean fanatics? I'm like, okay, that sounds really good. <laughs> I like it. Nice. So I went in, and I changed it, and then everybody liked it. Well, originally, when I created the page. Well, when I was made, that about? I'm wanting to say probably about four, maybe five years ago. I'm wow. trying. But the first year. I didn't have anybody. Nobody would want. <laughs> nobody came to the page, and uh, and I will admit, uh, the guy who runs DeLorean 1955 page, Simon Hauser. I've seen his post too. Yeah. Yes, you know he's also a friend of mine, and he's also in the DeLorean community, very well known. 
And uh, he goes, so I heard you had a DeLorean page. And I said, yeah. So he actually helped me get the page going. So I want to give him credit because uh, nice. so, I'm not going to take it all. But, I, yes, I did create it. <laughs> and uh, and I, take, I met so many people. And also sometimes I'll wake up. And I'll have about 75 Facebook notifications just within just a few hours sleep or whatever. And my phone goes off constantly because just about every single post, every single comment, uh, every single like request or whatever, it goes directly to my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I started getting in uh, the DeLorean community when I was real little. You did say that you saw the you of course saw Back to Future as a kid, four years old, and then when you got older. But how old are you now? Because uh, you said you want to you want to buy a car and you haven't bought one yet. Yeah, I'm 21 years old. I'll be 22 in September. Awesome. The first real DeLorean event that I've ever went to uh, was in North Carolina. One of my DeLorean buddies uh, messaged me and said, "Hey." I'm hosting a DeLorean event. Why don't you uh, travel to North Carolina? I'm like, sure, okay. And just to make for a good time, uh, me and my dad, we went to North Carolina. It's, uh, is it Lexington? Yeah, Lexington, North Carolina. And where did you live then, or do you still live in the same place now? I I live in the same place. I live in uh, West Virginia. Yeah, you can probably tell by... uh, (laughs) The southern accent a little bit. Well, I'm a California guy, and so pretty much anybody that has an accent is from the south. So I have no, <laughs> you know, someplace back east. It's either Boston, maybe I can pick that out, or or you're from the south. So honestly, I was thinking Texas. You're oh, in really? West Virginia. But see, I'm terrible with accents. It was a little over a year and a half ago, I believe. And uh, Darren Decker, uh, he was also featured on the show Shipping Wars. The one that you know he had his DeLorean shipped from uh, Ohio to North Carolina and everything else. I've been in that DeLorean. And shout out to him because he was actually one of the first people to actually stand up and you know said, "Hey, I'll give you a ride in the DeLorean," and and everything just you know came down the place. And that was actually one of my very first DeLorean event that I've ever went to. And that was 2014. I think it's almost a year and a half ago. It's uh, it was. I gotta look at the pictures. I'll get, I can get the date <laughs> later on. I, I can't remember. And I tell you one thing: when I go into work, everybody goes, "Oh, he's you know he's been a DeLorean." <laughs> like Back to the Future. I like right. the car for the car, you know. And yep. beyond, you know, the Back to the Future. I like the movies, but I'm not die hard Back to the Future person. Sure. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Well, and I'm one of those people. I I saw the movie when I was ten, but that's when it was first out. And mm-hmm. absolutely fell in love with it. I did. I was not into the car until several years later when I, you know, as I got older, I went, wow, that's a cool car. But, so I knew it was a real car, but I never really thought I'd ever own one until years later when I thought, hmm, maybe I could get one. But at the same time, I am a nut job Back to the Future fan. But mm-hmm. I love the car for the car. I, if I was a multimillionaire, I might do, I might buy a second car to do a time, time machine conversion. Mm-hmm. But my car, I want to keep as pristine and original as possible because I love the design and the look of the car. I totally agree. It's a very good-looking car. But when I'm at work, people go, oh, is there a cocaine found in the DeLorean? <laughs> no. Well, there's a member here in the Southern California DeLorean Club that also uh, gets very upset when people comment about that at all. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I kind of get a little, uh, you know, I do put them in their place, but I'm not, I mean, that's a whole nother story. Yeah, but. yeah. Hey, you uh, know what? It, that's that's part of the history of the car that mm-hmm. the news media blew it out of proportion, didn't have all the facts. You know, it's, it's you know, sex, blood, and violence sell, sell the news. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, drugs were a big part of the 80s. Um, they didn't care if they had the story right or not. They just wanted to sell papers and, you know, sell the news. Oh, yeah. And one thing for sure is those doors, they never get old. I mean, that's one thing about the car. You can look, uh, we have a 2009 Hyundai Santa Fe. And, you know, it's nice, but it gets boring. And then when you see a DeLorean, it's just one of those cars that never get boring. And when you're going down the road in a DeLorean, you feel like a celebrity. You get people looking at you, and you just – you get looks all over the place. When I first rode in a DeLorean, I seen people giving us thumbs up. I seen people <laughs> take pictures, and it's just like, wow, I've never experienced anything like this. Yeah. And uh, on the second time we went to the DeLorean event, uh, it was pouring down rain. It poured all day long. There was only two DeLoreans there, including one of my buddy's cars. Me and uh, one of the owners, we took his DeLorean for a spin. And <laughs> what's funny is it was pouring rain still. And uh, we got stopped at a stop sign, and car kept coming, cars kept coming. So we, we were there for about a minute, and there was these people that – there was like four people that got out of this car and started taking pictures of us. Okay? In the pouring rain. Yes. I mean, it was like one of those kind of rains you just get out and you just instantly get soaked. It was just one of them. Why? Look, I wouldn't even do that. I'm a true DeLorean nut. <laughs> Jump back for a second. You said that was your second DeLorean event, but I don't think I caught what the first DeLorean event was that you went to. Okay. Uh, it was the same place. It was um, Lexington, North Carolina. Was this a local club event, or was this some some other? Uh... It was at his house. It was at uh, my buddy's house. Uh, I believe there was was it seven cars there. I believe there were seven DeLoreans, but one left. And uh, I got a famous picture on DeLorean Fanatics of all six cars lined up. Nice. And when I first uh, seen all these DeLoreans, I was just like a little kid in a candy store, you yeah. know. My first words, my buddy actually came up to me and said, I'm still waiting for John to go in a uh, stainless coma and just fall. (laughs) (laughs) Were you the only uh, non-owner there? Uh, It was me and my dad, so both of us are non-owners. I joined the Pacific Northwest DeLorean Club in the mid-90s, and I forget. They had several, I think a couple hundred members, and I think there were only three of us that were non-owner members. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, everybody was very nice, and I loved going to the tech events and a couple of uh, lunch meetings or things like that, and everybody was great, but it's a totally different thing when all of a sudden, well, at least for me, not owning a car is very different than when you do own a car. Now, you have friends that, that own cars, and you've gotten into the community, but in the mid-90s, it, was not, it wasn't quite as open. It wasn't. It was very hard to get into these kind of things, because yeah. I think well, the internet wasn't really as good as it was no. is today. So brand new back then. See, I, I can't remember when I started really getting diehard DeLorean nut. You had the internet the whole time that you, when you started becoming a nut, though, right? You were able mm-hmm. to research online and connect with other people. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. One thing for sure, you know, sometimes, I, like I said, I get made fun of at work. People's like, "Oh my God, he's a DeLorean nut!" And you know, the customer just looks at me and is just like, "What? A DeLorean? Seriously?" <laughs> 
And then, uh, and someone says, you seriously got a friend that has a DeLorean? I said, I, 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 I have multiple friends with these cars. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when you get out in the community and meeting new people and. Yeah. Let me just tell you this. I'll phrase the DeLorean community as, let's say, a big family because everybody's there for each other. I'm talking about the majority of people. Everybody's there for each other. We help each other. And, you know, someone comments on there and says, like, hey, my car's not running right. They'll go to their house, and they'll help you fix the car instead yeah. of, you know, if you don't have the money to help fix it or whatever. And that's one thing about these DeLorean Tech events are for. You know, they'll fix your brakes or whatever. I didn't get to go to this one. Uh, one of the guys' car's fuel system went out. Ooh. They they changed the fuel system right in the guy's driveway. Yeah, nice. free of charge. Yeah. In West Virginia, uh, is, is there an official club out there? Uh, no. The closest DeLorean club is in Ohio. Uh, oh, wow. That's DeLorean Club of Ohio. There's about how many cars and, and fans in your area that you guys get together? Mm, there's there's no DeLorean events here in West Virginia. I've tried to start it, but uh, it's kind of hard to get into. Let's see. I think there's approximately 20 DeLoreans here in the state of West Virginia. Wow. So aside from I think everybody has their own versions of, you know, personal issues, family, life issues that they're they're not exactly the place to buy a car, they can't pull the cash together, whatever. Regardless of whether you have the money or not, it's finding the right car. <laughs> so have you have you gotten into that mode yet where have you have you started looking or you're just not quite there yet financially or prepared for li- in life to do it? Well, I've looked around for a little bit, but I'm really not financially ready to get one just yet. You know, I, I'm not going to mention any names, but I had a friend of mine that I'm, I'm thinking of making an offer on his car. Well, actually, his car sat in a barn for 25 years, and he bought it, rebuilt the car, put it back together, and it runs really good now. I'm not going to say any prices or anything for, you know, his oh, privacy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But is it mint condition? Is it drivable? It's drivable. It's not the most fixed up car just yet. It's like one of those projects. It's like I, yeah. it, run, it runs very good for a car that sat for that long using, I think he said 90% of the original parts. He didn't change very much. And nice. the car, it is carbed. It is carbureted. But uh. He's going to return it back to fuel injection when the car gets 100% done. He just did it to get the car run. So when he bought the car, it had already been converted to a carburetor off no. the K-Jet. No, it was – yeah. The Actually, when uh, the guy that he bought it from, when he bought it from the barn, the car sat for another two years after he got it out from the barn. And uh, he let the engine just sit out there in the weather for probably about a year and a half or two years. Shame, shame. <laughs> I know, I know, and I'm just sitting here just, just like, oh, it hurts, it hurts. <laughs> and one thing about me is um, I don't have a garage at my house, okay? It's just a normal house. I don't have a garage, and that's one thing that's going to eat me alive when I do get one. Yeah. It, I need a – I want to put a car cover on it. You need to build a carport or something. That's actually what I was thinking about doing, actually. Again, I am a Southern California guy. West Virginia, I'm assuming you get a couple of feet of snow in the winter. Oh, yeah. We get a <laughs> lot of snow. Last year, we had four feet of snow, if I can remember correctly. That would be torturous 
to see the car covered in that much snow on a regular basis. So Yes, it would. And driving under DeLorean in snow is not really oh. the best idea. Yeah, I can't even imagine it. Personally, a lot of people say, oh, that car is so slow, da 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 yeah, but you know what? They're talk. That's those are people that's never even seen a DeLorean. Yeah. Okay. Let me just tell you this. Okay. Even though I'm a diehard DeLorean nut, I love the car. When my very first DeLorean experience, I was actually experiencing. You know, I was telling myself, okay, don't be. You know, it's like, man, this car's so slow. Whatever. You know, my buddy actually stomped the car, and I got pressed against the seat. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> this DeLorean's got more. This car's got more prep than I thought it did. If I've said this before, forgive me, but I really love the saying. It's not a time machine. It's not a speed machine. It's a smile machine. You got that right. And I don't remember who said that or where I read that, but it is so perfect. If I'm walking in a parking parking lot or at the mall or wherever and I see a Tesla Roadster or if I see a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or some other high-end supercar – I don't smile. I look at it. I go like, hey, you know, very cool, nice car, and I keep walking. Seeing people, whether I'm in my DeLorean or whether I'm just at shows and I'm, I, I love watching people's faces, you can see at car shows, people are walking and walking and they're looking at cars. Sincerely, they see the DeLorean and people, they smile. They really enjoy mm-hmm. seeing the car. So uh, I'm with you. It, it's not about speed for me. It's not about the the highest end anything. It's a fun looking car. It it feels good. It brings good memories and and it makes me happy. It makes a lot of people happy. So it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter if the thing can do 190 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can hit 85 very easily in that car when I'm getting on the freeway. And I'm already going over the speed limit. So mm-hmm. it, it does not need to go faster than that. Well, actually in Texas there's places that are 85. Oh wow. Yeah, because uh, one of the guys that was on DeLorean Fanatics actually posted that time travel is almost possible in Texas. (laughs) The first time I I ever seen a DeLorean, um, you know, my stepfather, we uh, we all went to uh, Universal Studios uh, in Florida. And uh, my stepfather said, hey, the DeLorean is over there around the corner uh, past this restaurant. I'm like, okay. And I ran as fast as I possibly could, and my little sister goes, wow, I've never seen you run before. <laughs> <laughs> so, and when I get to the car, I had the biggest smile on my face. I'm like, I know this is a DeLorean time machine, and it hurts seeing it sit like that. Yeah. Yep. If I had the money, I would offer Universal Studios so much money to buy that car and have it restored. It kills me sitting there. And there's also another DeLorean that sat uh, – it's in Orlando as well. It's at a George's Music Shop, if yeah. I can remember correctly. Yeah, it's, it's also a turbo. I think it's a Bay Turbo with a black stripe package. I'm just sitting there like <laughs> – so I, I was talking to somebody recently about that, and a lot of people keep giving that guy a hard time for letting the car disintegrate out front. But aside from that, I get it. It's a great marketing tool. We're in California talking about a music store in Orlando because they've got a DeLorean parked out front. He has absolutely gotten his money out of it. If that's all it ever does for the rest of its life, for him, it served its purpose. Of course. For the rest of us, it's it's heartbreaker because we see all these cars that are out there – I don't know if anybody's done a real accounting, but that number that's always floating around, about 6,000 cars left in the world. Well, I, I believe it. That sounds about right. But when you start looking at all these cars that are sitting in 
in barns and in backyards and in front of music stores <laughs> that are just wasting away, you think, well, really, what's wasting away? You know, the interiors are going to be shot, but the body panels are going to be fine. The tub's going to be fine. The rims mm-hmm. are going to be fine. You know, that's the big – and the engines, honestly, are going to be fine. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling in my heart that there's a little bit more out there than they actually say. I might be wrong on that, but I really do have a feeling that they really don't know exactly how many cars are out there that's left. There's people like Chris Mack in here in San Diego. That guy, he can rattle off VIN numbers of dozens, if not hundreds of cars to tell you who owns them, where they're at, when the last time was they ran, all crazy information. Yeah, he is a very talented guy. I really wish I had his talent with remembering all these VIN numbers. I do Incredible. have a lot of respect for him. Yeah, that, it's it's amazing. Yeah, the Internet really does help out a lot with these kind of things. Because, you know, I've heard stories people said, you know, like, well, when DeLorean went down, uh, a lot of people didn't drive their cars because they'd be like, oh, my God, well, I, can't, well, I can't get parts for this car. So they right. put them away, put them in barns. And that's probably one reason why they sat for 25-plus years. Yeah. Well, hey, my car sat in a garage for 27 years in here in Southern California. I got very lucky. It was a great barn find. The lucky for me, the the woman that owned it, the first owner, she had burned out the clutch. Even though the car is licensed, I have not put the sticker on the plate yet. It still says 1987. <laughs> she burned out the clutch. They put it in the garage. They put the car cover on it, and it sat there until I bought it last year. Uh, they wow. hadn't. They didn't start it. They didn't do anything with it. It just sat there. Lucky for me, they burned out the clutch and everything else. I mean, the interior of the car is really incredible. Uh, let's see what else. There's a couple of other, you know, little things there. It looks like she hit something on the back left quarter panel. Uh, and it's hardly noticeable. I've had other DeLorean owners that I say, Oh, here's the damage. And they're like, where? And they're standing right there and they go, Oh, really? It's bad enough that I, it's, it is easy to notice once you look at it, but most people don't ever see it. Mm hmm. Let's see. Um, you know, actually, you know, a lot of people say, oh, DeLoreans are so unreliable and da, 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 da. You know, uh, I'm sure you've heard of a couple. They drive a DeLorean time machine. They take their car cross country. Yeah. And they, they've been Michael to every Fox state. Foundation. Yeah. Yes. Last time I heard it was 600,000, 650,000 miles wow. uh, on their car. I don't know if they got a new engine after 500 some thousand miles or not, but that's a lot of miles on a car. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to wonder: Did they put in power steering, and did, did they carbureted, or did they leave the K jets in? I believe they leave the K jet, but I don't think they put a power steering pump. I might be wrong. As far as I know, it's still, you know, practically stock. I don't know if they have stage one. I don't really know very much, whole lot of details about their yeah. car. Because I live in L.A., I grew up right near Twin Pines Mall, which is Puente Hills Mall. And <laughs> for the Back to the Future day, the, they had a there was a big event in the parking lot. They played the movie up on a projection screen. They did a reenactment of the terrorist chasing the DeLorean in real time with the movie. So while the movie was playing, when that scene came up, they had a blue VW van chasing a time machine around around the entire parking lot. It was fantastic. <laughs> Oh, I'm embarrassed. I can't remember their names, but the Michael J. Fox Foundation uh, couple that drives the drives their time machine. They were there. They had it all lit up and and plugged in, and it was great to see. And there was a lot of cars there that day. In fact, for me, I did not know that I was going to buy my car a week and a half later. Oh man! It, it was a, it was a very last minute sudden thing. 
had no idea that that November sixth I was going to end up buying my DeLorean that I'd wanted for twenty plus years. Yeah, that's another place I would really love to go visit. Uh, is the Twin Pines Mall or the other mall? Uh, the mall Whitney that Hills was mall. using. The, yeah. yeah, I'd really like to go visit there sometime. Uh, that's one of my lists when I go over there to California. You know, I don't travel a whole lot because, hey, I'm always at work, so (laughs) (laughs) I live there, man. Well, and West Virginia is a little far. (laughs) That's not a weekend road trip. Yeah, you do have a point. Uh, <laughs> you, you can't just drive there. It'd be, I think it takes maybe maybe four or five days to. I don't know how many days it takes to drive there. Oh yeah, now, I mean you could fly out, but that's a that's a big commitment. For a number of years, and even though I'm a big Back to the Future nerd, um, I have not really dedicated the time. But I've been building a map that has all the different locations. So visit hillvalley.com. Somewhere on there, I've got a link to uh, to a map that's calling out all the filming locations and all the places from from Hill Valley. Mm-hmm. Have to check it out. All right, I'll be more than happy to check that out. Actually, I should be on that side here sometime next year. I'll be visiting uh, Delorean Arizona Club if plans work out. Oh yeah, so, what are you coming out for? I uh, just uh, hang out with some Delorean people in Phoenix. Yeah, but. It's not 100% official yet, but it should probably be next year, hopefully. Here's a question. Are you going to DCS this year? I was going to. I was going to go to DCS, but plans fell out because my vacation, I tried to split it up like half this week and half next week because I only had a week vacation. Uh, I couldn't get any more for some reason. Anyway, uh, my vacation starts July 17th. I would be able to go for two days and I would have to leave. Yeah. If um, I was actually going to ride with a friend of mine uh, in a DeLorean, of course, because you can't – well, you can show up in a, a in a normal car to a DeLorean event, but it's not the same. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so I was going to show up in a DeLorean at – you know, but that fell through. Um, I hope to go to the next DCS. I actually was in Orlando in 2012 when DCS was going on. Sadly, I didn't get to go to that one either. Uh. <laughs> I didn't actually – this was way before I started you know, getting around the community. I mean I was only around them a few times. I mean it was just like – you know, it's like, hey, it's a DeLorean. And, you know, I take check it out. and But I really didn't – I didn't even get to ride in one until you know later on. You know, I've been in Porsches, I've been in Corvettes, I've been in other cars. I've never been in a car as comfortable as the DeLorean. That is funny you said that because pretty much all my friends have known for decades that I love the car. So I'm given a lot of friends rides, a lot of people rides. Everybody, even the people that, like you, kind of give me a hard time for being a DeLorean nut, they say, that is a really comfortable ride to sit in that car. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like five foot ten, five foot eleven. So you know, I'm not the tallest guy, but you know, I'm not short either. Yeah. So um, you know, I have plenty of leg room in the car, more than some of the other cars that I've been in. You know, I really love the DeLorean. It's actually one of my most favorite and most respected cars out there. You know, people go, hey, do you want a Corvette? Do you want a Lamborghini? No, I don't care about any of that. I don't care. I just want a DeLorean. I'm the same way. That was my dream car. That was my my holy grail was that car. There's nothing else that uh, is on my list. So Mm -hmm. finally got the car. 
Okay, so what do you think about uh, about the DeLorean clubs in general? Now, you said there is not a club in West Virginia, but there's maybe about 20 cars. Uh, you said the DeLorean Club of, of Ohio, Ohio is the closest one. Have you gone to any of their events? Um, I've never been to their events. Pers- uh, never been to one yet, but that's one of the plans to do uh, here probably this year or next year. Like I said, I've been busy. I really, yeah, you know, I yeah. can't really just leave work and. Oh man, it's going to get so much worse when you actually get a car. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> the next thing you know, you're going to be, you're going to want to be taking it everywhere and showing it and just, you know, making people happy. Well, personally, when I actually do get one, you know, since uh, as long as it's not winter time, as long as it's not winter and there's not snow on the ground, it's going to be a daily driver car. Until uh, I know some people probably going to bite me for saying that, but well, I know DMC people... won't. Uh, DMC every time I take the now I'm very lucky that I've got DeLorean Motor Company California 15 minutes away. Mm-hmm. They always say every time they're like, "You got to drive the car. You got to drive the car because when it sits, it things fail. It things break." Exactly. Down. That's why. Uh, that's why when people go, "Oh, I have a concourse car," you know, it looks amazing. It looks like you know, it's one of the best cars there, but they don't run as right as they should. You know, you get like you know, people say, "Hey, I just spent seventy thousand dollars on a concourse car versus a daily driver." For like maybe thirty five, forty thousand dollars, guess which one's going to run better? The <laughs> yeah, daily well, driver. And that's a good question. Which is more important to to run well and be able to drive it, or to look perfect? It does kill me when I see people like, oh no, no, the car stays in the garage. No, no, no it stays there. It's just like, please, 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 please drive the car for Enjoy me. It. Just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, but you know, I mean, it's your car. You do what you want to it. Yep, yep. The DeLorean community is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. You met, you meet so many people. You come into your life, they call and hang out with you, and you just call them family. It's kind of it might be strange to say, but you know, uh, no, people, I agree. Mm-hmm, all I the agree. people that came into my life, you know, they're one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. Um, Like I said, you know, I always enjoy people messaging me and talking to me. Sometimes, I'll be honest, from DeLorean Fanatics, I'll have random people, uh, not even on my friends list, messaging me, uh, talking to me. Like like random people saying, hey, you want to join a DeLorean talk show? (laughs) Hey, you know what? I'm glad you did. This is actually quite fun. Like I said, I... I want to talk to a lot of different people. Over time, I'm hoping that I can get multiple people on a call to discuss some of the technical issues, to talk about you know the new the new car that's coming out, whatever. Talk about the shows, the clubs. Um, really, kind of connect people and and have a voice on the web for all the people that don't have cars and aren't as a, a much a fanatic as you are. Mm-hmm. So they can connect in a, a little bit deeper way rather than just seeing the pictures and and reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, I really would like to see DeLoreans put back into production. Uh, but, you know, I'm a little iffy on if they're actually going to do it or not. A friend of mine, you know, because they don't have binnacles, they don't have left front fenders, they don't have all these parts. I know they're probably working on a way around that. Oh, and DMC, they, do, they posted the plans for the front left fender, what, a month ago? 
Oh, they did. Okay, I yeah. must have missed that. Yeah. Oh, probably uh, was it um, like three D printing or something? No. Well, no. It was they were doing. I think it was a CAD drawing. So they've had somebody you know do a CAD version of it so they could have it uh, made. But nowadays, uh, you know, c- getting a piece of stainless steel that is cut and shaped and stamped to the right size far easier than it was thirty years ago. Makes perfect sense. So I, I have no doubt that the uh, that market for that aftermarket for the front left fenders is already going down because as soon as DMC announced that, I saw several several front left fenders go up online for sale um, at far lower prices than I'd seen in the past. Oh yeah, those left front fenders they can go pretty pricey. I've actually looked. The, you know, I was always joking around because I was actually joking out with other DeLorean people because we were actually still iffy, just like I was. But, you know, it was like, you know, they talked about plans before in the past, but they never actually went through with it. I have no doubt DMC is going to do it. Uh, apparently, they've already sold out the first, the whole first year of the cars that they're going to build. Really? So that's what I've heard, even at that price. I, it'll be interesting to see if they can do 300 like they want. That's a lot of cars. That's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little I, steep, for my opinion. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, for sure. Uh, I'm I'm very lucky and thankful that I was able to get uh, an original DeLorean at an amazing price, far lower than anything I had seen before for uh, the quality of the car that I got. But uh, hey, you know, if you are a multimillionaire and a hundred thousand dollars is like buying a Toyota, mm-hmm. and and that's the car that you like, why wouldn't you? Of course. Uh, actually, I don't remember what, I think it was like the king of Sweden or it was some country. He actually owned a DeLorean. I mean, there's been famous, I mean, like these big people, they own DeLoreans. It's so, and they shell out all this money. I'm just sitting here just like, man, I really wish I had your bank account. <laughs> Look at, hey, Seth MacFarlane, you know, from Family Guy and... Mm-hmm. He bought his from DMC California, if I can remember correctly. Oh, really? Wow. Well, yeah. I don't know. If he converted that or he bought a second one, but in uh, what was his movie, A Million Ways to Die in the West, to me, it looked funny. But when I saw the – they had a little clip of him walking into a barn and had Christopher Lloyd as Doc Brown covering up a time machine, I went crazy. I'm like, I have to see this movie, and it's a great little homage. I think his plan is to literally – shoot or or draw every single scene from Back to the Future in his cartoon shows because mm-hmm. they're sprinkled through the whole thing and he just obviously has fun with it but the fact that he used his real car in a million ways to die in the west fantastic that's a mm-hmm. true fan right there yeah very true and i have loads of respect for people like that you know DeLorean's like you said it's been on family guys but on american dad i think american dad like Twice, as far as I'm aware of. It well, they had a whole there. episode on American Dad, a whole episode about it, because one of one mm-hmm. of the writers on that show was uh, Sean uh, Sean Kirkoff, if I can remember correctly. Is that it? Yeah, he bought a DeLorean, and then I guess he went to go pick it up, and then Fox actually wrote a story uh, that you know Stan going to pick up a DeLorean door, but you know actually they based it off Sean. Well, he and, uh, I think he did the voiceover for the driver of the other car. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I actually, I I actually when I first seen that show, I actually had Sean on Facebook, <laughs> and I had no idea whatsoever. And then one day I started, uh, you know, I actually watched it again. I seen the credits and I seen his name, and I messaged him like, dude. Was that Seriously? you? <laughs> you were voicing him? He goes, yes, I did. 
That's great. <laughs> I, I saw an interview somewhere, or I heard an interview uh, of him talking about it, and uh, you know, uh, oh, oh, that back on ta- back in time on Netflix. Is that what it was? Maybe, uh, maybe that is what it was. It was either that or one of the special episodes of Family. No, it, it had to be the Back in Time documentary. I think it was. Yeah. Um, actually, in the Back in Time documentary, there's uh, one small part of where they show some of the cars. Uh, my buddy's car and I sat in a barn for 25 years. Because um, when uh, the, when we were first watching it, my buddy, uh, him and his wife, they came in for a visit uh, for Thanksgiving. We invited them in, and they came in, and we were watching Back in Time. And then all of a sudden we started looking, and he's like, man, that's my car. That is my <laughs> car. How funny. Well, yeah. hey, it's a small world, you know, the – the cars are starting to get passed from generation to generation now, and people are either getting too old uh, or they've, you know, their their enthusiasm has waned, and they want to pass it on to someone else. Of course, uh, you know, I find it so funny when since like you know Delorean fanatics, and you know I have other owners on Facebook, and since I'm more connected with other owners, and plus you know I I, I remember what their car looks like. I'm not as good as Chris Mack, or yeah. I'm not as good as other people. Yeah. But it's so funny. Uh, a while back, um, someone sent me a picture and said, "Oh my gosh, it was a Delorean time machine driving through Charleston, West Virginia," <laughs> and then I took a look at it. And I, I was as soon as I seen it, I knew who they were. I knew who they were. It was Oliver and Terry Holler. They were driving to their other event, I guess, here in another state, and they were driving through West Virginia. Nice. And, you know, some people send me pictures of DeLorean, so I'm like, hey, I know that owner, and I know that owner. And That's a great page. I love how active it is. That's why I, I sent you a message to talk to you, because you have so many great posts and comments and there's so many people that just are having fun on there sharing the the love and the passion for the car and uh, that's why that's why I said hey let's uh, let's get on the phone and have a conversation i really do appreciate it uh you know it helps me get my page out to other people and you know if you love the delorean and you know you want to learn more about it come to delorean fanatics i mean there's so many people that know their stuff uh yeah. you know i'm truly amazed how many people came together and you know help one another and you know, that's basically what my intentions were is people coming in and helping each other out and you know helping more people get to know more about the delorean and and if you're looking for a delorean we're more than happy to help and I hope one day here soon, I have a feeling, I hope I have a feeling that, you know, here soon I will have one. <laughs> You'll be uh, the one posting out there saying, okay, I'm ready. I'm looking. Who has a car? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Thank you very much for joining me and uh, especially at the late hour with the three hour time, time difference. I'm glad that you were, uh, you're a late night person. So thank, thanks again for, uh, for calling and I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Of course, and you know, let me just say, I'm very honored to ha- uh, chat with you. And uh, if there's anything for you or anybody listening to this that needs, you know, help in the DeLorean community, uh, you know, I'm more than happy to help. Just message me. Uh, if I have time, I'll be more than happy to reply to you. And also, if you need to get back to me on my DeLorean page, it's uh, DeLoreanFanatics at gmail.com. That's my email address for that page. Thanks, John. 
Don't forget to like DeLorean Talk on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe on YouTube. And please send in your feedback, ideas, questions to comments at DeLoreanTalk.com. Drive safe and keep your eyes on the road.